Well, friends, tonight we celebrate the gift of God. When Jesus came into the world, he came as the gift of the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The eternal Son of God who had always been at the Father's side, but now in the fullness of time, the Father sends him forth into the world, charged with this magnificent task to be the Savior of the world. And so the Son comes down to us and clothes himself in our humanity, truly human, just as you and I are, to live amongst us as one of us. The Son entered into the world that He had made and became flesh and was born as a little baby and was given the name Jesus, a tiny human wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. God gave this precious gift into the world. And why did he do it? Because he so loved the world. Now that should actually surprise you, that God would love the world. He gave his son as a gift to a world who had rejected him. For a people who had rejected him. In the readings tonight, I wonder if you've heard it, how we have, each one of us in our hearts, turned away from God. And the result has not been happy freedom and autonomy. The result has been chaos and misery and death. We chose this. We chose to become God's enemies. That's why Christmas should surprise you. Most of us will not be sending Christmas gifts this year to those who are our enemies. But God did. The Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world so that those who believe in Him would not perish but have eternal life. Now, when God sends this gift into the world, how was the gift received? Not well. As the last reading said, Jesus was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. God, having been spurned by the world, again stretched out his hands in grace and gave the world that which was most precious to him. And the world was not impressed. He was despised and rejected of men. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Jesus was not received. He was rejected. And I know that tonight, I'm speaking to some of you who have still not received him. 
some of you have hearts that still reject the gift of God's Son. So please, I'm asking you to give me a hearing. Because I would seek to persuade you to receive the gift of Jesus Christ even tonight. Why would you not receive the gift of Jesus? Is it perhaps that you think you do not need the gift? Perhaps you believe you can get on perfectly well without Jesus. Thank you. You've lived your life just fine without him up till now. You don't see why that would need to change. Your intention as you go through life is is to be a good person, by which you mean a generally nice person. And you don't need Jesus to do that. Perhaps you think that you and God have an understanding with one another. You'll live as good a life as you can reasonably be expected to live. And he'll work it all out at the end. Some of you think that way. And here's what I'll concede. You're right, you don't need Jesus to live life as a nice person. You can live nicely without Jesus. But while you may be nice, you might be really nice. But the scriptures bear witness that you're not good. Not good from the heart. Not good in God's sight. No one is righteous, not even one, the first reading said. No one does good, not even one. You are not the single exception to that. I'm actually confident that your own conscience would agree. Allow me to ask you this question. How would you feel, how would you feel if a record of all your thoughts from just this past week were to be broadcast up there on the, on the big screen for all of us to see? Would you want that to happen? You know you wouldn't. And why not? Because that reveals to you that deep down you know that the record would be very incriminating. Friend, you're a sinner. Join the club. I'm a sinner. Every single person here tonight is a sinner. We have all of us rejected God and chosen sin and death instead. And that is the result. And that's why I say to you, you need the gift of God. You do need Jesus, the one who came to save his people from their sins. So again, why would you not receive him? Maybe there's another reason. Maybe it's because you don't understand how infinitely precious this gift is. So friend, consider what it means that God gave us Jesus. Consider who was given. His son. His only son whom he loved. Many of you are parents. Many of you can imagine what it would be like for a parent to give up their only beloved child. This is what God did. Where was the son sent? He was sent away from his father into the world, into hostile territory. Would his mission be easy? No. 
the father was sending him on a mission that was perilous, full of hardships and sorrows. What would it take for the mission to be successful? Both the father and the son were very clear. They knew that it will end. They knew that it must end in the son's death. Jesus was born to die. Why? Why must the son die? He must die because the penalty for sin is death. He must suffer this penalty for the sins of the world if the world is to be redeemed. How will the son die? A brutal death. An agonizing death. Death on a tree. Death under the curse. Will the father be able to help him? Yes, in getting him to the point of death. But then the father himself must be the one to crush the son. To bring the son to grief. The father himself must carry out the sentence of death as the penalty for sin. Will he be able to be with him at least? No. Not at the critical moment. At the critical moment, the son must be severed from the father. The father must forsake the son and send him away into outer darkness. What does all this mean? It means that sinners like you and sinners like me can be forgiven. It means that whoever believes in the son will not perish, but have eternal life. Friend, the son of God was given for your benefit in every possible conceivable way even delivered unto death. God could have given you nothing more costly, nothing of greater value. There's nothing in the whole universe, in time or in eternity, that's more precious than the Lord Jesus Christ. He could give you nothing better because nothing better exists. So why would you not receive this gift that you need, this gift that is so precious, Why would you not receive it? I can think of one more possible reason. Maybe it's because you don't like the terms and conditions. You do not like that in order to receive this gift that God requires of you that you give up your own life. And this is perfectly true. This isn't in the fine print. Jesus is very clear. He says to those who are thinking about receiving him, Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And you say, yep, there it is. There's the catch. If I receive the gift of Jesus, as you're talking about it, I'm going to have to give up my life. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. What does receiving Jesus involve? It means believing on him. It means acknowledging that what the angels said was true. He is, in fact, Christ the Lord. He is Christ your Lord. It means accepting his truth, accepting his agenda, Accepting his rule, 
His mission and taking all that to yourself. It means Jesus will insist on being in control of your life. He will turn you from your sin and turn you to his obedience. He'll meddle. He'll interfere. This is true. So yes, count the cost, friends. He didn't hide the terms. If you want the eternal life that he's offering to you, you must give up your own life as you turn in repentance and faith from your sin to Jesus. You say, I don't want that. All right. What's your alternative? Is it to go on in your sins, to go on clutching on to your life and to die and then to stand before God and admit, yes, Lord, this is true. I refuse the gift of your son. Yeah, I heard about him. I was told how he offered me forgiveness through his death, but I refuse to take him as my savior. I refuse to have him for my Lord. I chose to remain in my sin. I chose to keep my own life. How will that go? You will hear him say to you, yes, you did not receive my son. You would not have the eternal life that I offered you, and now you will lose even the life that you so desperately clung to. For, as Jesus says, whoever would save his life will lose it. That is your alternative. It is your choice. But those are the choices. Do you lose your life now to gain life forever? Or do you hold on to it now to lose it forever? Friend, I don't want that to be you. And so I appeal to you, it's Christmas Eve. The gift of God is staring us at the face. Jesus is still being offered to you. Receive the gift of God tonight. Let every heart prepare him room. Let your heart prepare him room. This baby in swaddling clothes offers you life, an eternal life as a child of God. So turn from your sin. And believe in the Son. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to be called children of God. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, let us not refuse you when you bring your gifts. Let us not refuse you when you offer us the most precious thing in time and space, in the universe and in eternity. Lord, may we see Jesus for the precious gift that he is that we need and whom it's worth giving up everything for. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.